0: what up welcome to another episode of 94 feet with coach jt do me a favor leave a like in the comments subscribe subscribe uh, leave a like leave a like just let me know what you think um as i continue to grow and build this platform locally and across the across the world for everybody to kind of listen to and and hone in man um tonight appreciate these young ladies for being guests on my show um also just to make it clear these are the first group of high schoolers in the local area that are on the show and i'm gonna do a little different tonight I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and but also, again, for me, to them, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you to Team Militant for uh, lending me some of these girls right now, but also the schools. I know their parents, thank you for letting them come tonight because they got school tomorrow, all right? So we're going to go from my right back to my left with the intro, starting my left with Leah. How you doing?
1: I'm Leah. Um, I'm a 2024. I go to Christian Brothers High School. I played on Team Militant 16U GUAA team last year, and I'm really excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And to my left.
1: Hello, I'm Tamari Remp, class of 2023.
2: I attend Franklin High School. I play for Team Militant, 17U team, and I'm excited to be here.
0: One more to the left.
2: Uh, My name is Kaylee Edge. Um, I'm a 2022.
3: I go to Salesian College Prep in Richmond, um, and I played on Team Militant, 17U, and I'm also excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, as you ladies know, definitely playing with Team Militant and some of your high school programs, um, 94 feet. We're, we jump right into things, right? So, we're going to pick up full steam ahead. And um, I'm going to jump right into it, though, because I mean, for me, this is the first time probably getting in depth with all you ladies about conversation about where your basketball origins kind of started and, and where they came from. So, right now, I'm going to go with our local Sac State commit to start us off. Uh, Kay, just basketball for you. Um, what age did it start with and, and, and how serious about it were you?
3: Um, well, I was in the fourth grade. Uh, so I just moved from North Carolina over to California. My mom kind of needed a sport to throw me in. So she threw me into um, basketball. And, you know, at first it was just a rec league, but I fell in love with it. And then I got connected with some great people who kind of just helped me take my game further. And I just fell in love with it. So.
0: That's what's up. Um, Mari?
2: Um, for me, I would say it was about like sixth grade. I ran track, so like I
0: do remember that. <laughs> when
2: I started basketball, I wasn't good. I would just heck of fast. So I was able to stay in front of everybody, and uh, being like not being the best player on the team was more of the motivation for me. And well, my mom and dad, they're big supporters. And my mom was like a hooper, so it kind of is in the genes. Yeah, and she's like my motivation because she had me at a young age. So she's like, I'm trying to fulfill her shoes. That's what's up. For,
1: you? For me, I was just always around yeah. sports. My dad, he worked in the NBA with the Kings. And so from the point I was like five, I was just always around it. I was one of those kids. I played every single sport, whatever was in season. And I picked flowers during soccer <laughs> and <laughs> basketball was the only one I was really interested in. So ever since I was four, I just... I've stuck with it.
0: That's what's up. That's, I definitely, I guess I the two, Well, Mari too, knowing her her people and her pops went to high school together, of course. Uh, I have seen your, your development over the years for sure. Um, I'll start with you going the other way. Just early on, who are some of the influences in your life as far as sports or basketball in general? A couple of people who you've made it looked up to or wanted to mimic your game after.
1: I mean, there's a ton of people, whether it's my parents just for giving me the opportunity and teaching me how to push myself or my trainers. I think one that's always going to stand out and have a place close to my close to my heart is Coach Chantel, Coach Telly. She uh, took on a big sister role for oh. me since I was like eight years old, and she's always been there. She moved, but I still call right. her all the time, whether right. I just need to talk or things like that. So I think she definitely had a big influence on me falling in love with basketball. And then on a pro level, I really looked up to Skylar Diggins and how she plays and her pace for the game. And so... I think players like that also kept me interested.
0: That's what's up. Okay. So I think the Coach Tanya, I do know her too. That's a good influence. Mari, what's up? Uh,
2: Like Leah said, my parents were making it able for me to play because basketball is not a cheap sport. And just, <laughs> nice. you know, the transportation and everything, getting to tournaments when you used to play in the Bay Area. My mom and dad, like, taking off work to make it there. And I would say a big person that helped me a lot was Coach D because I came from a situation where it was kind of mm-hmm. like, I wasn't in the best situation when I came to Coach D. And it took like a lot of confidence and for someone who believed in me, like as a coach. When you come from like a coach, you just negative and nothing was ever good enough. So Coach D like helped me get back to myself.
0: That's what's up. Okay.
3: Um, definitely my mom. Like she sacrificed a lot for me to be like in the position I am today. Um, with basketball and everything and then like on the pro level I definitely look up to LeBron James I know people either love him or hate him yes. but I just love his game I love the way he plays um, and then who got me to fall in love with basketball would probably have to be my CYO coach okay. Um, he actually has his own gym in Concord Elevate I don't know if y'all wow. heard of it Um, but he kind of helped me fall in love with the game and I'm super thankful for that so
0: so first thing, you guys gave props to your parents. That's a, that's a lot of respect. Because um, without them, no, nothing is possible or anybody, all of us, right? We all have parents, but that's a, that's a dope thing. Um, you guys are in the air now. Like I said, you guys get to train. You guys get to get around the gym. You guys get to go work out, practice, and go train again and get to the gym access, right? And I asked a lot of my, all my guests this as far as in the area of expertise, though, Mario, I'll start with you. How many hours would you say you clock? Working on your craft because I've been told that to master a craft, or we've been documented that people need to get at least up to ten thousand. But right now, on it, just give me the daily basis. How many hours a day do you put in working on your craft?
2: Um, every every day is a different day because some days I have school balls. So when I have school practice, it's like a lot of weight training, a lot of open conditioning. And when we're not there, me and Coach mm-hmm. D at the park working. So whenever days I'm not at basketball practice, I'm somewhere with Coach D working. If I'm not with Coach D, I'm somewhere at the park doing me or just. Yeah,
0: getting outside. Um, very. That's rare, but that's a good thing that you, you. I mean, that comes from the background, to an upbringing. Getting outside is okay. Um, Leah, what about you? How many hours you clock? I know you clock some major hours.
1: I mean, basically for me, it's if I'm not at school, then I'm somewhere in the gym. Um, my day starts around five o'clock. I wake okay. up. I go to the gym before school. Come home, shower. I have school, weight training, conditioning, whatever that might be. And then even some days after that, I'll have training after or practice after that.
0: That's what's up, Kay.
1: Um, I'm
3: with Leah. Like, I wake up. I wake up at 4:30, damn near. Ooh, can I? Close? You good? Oh. Yeah, you good? <laughs> you're, good.
0: Um, you're the older one in the in the group. You're the older one in the group. You're the young adult right here. You good?
3: <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm up at 4:30, damn near every day, working with my uh strength and conditioning uh trainer just yeah. to get right. And then I go to school. You know, I have my uh school practices after school. We're um, back to five days a week now, so we're going every day after school. And then even after that, I'll either go to, like, just shoot around or um, go to training, like, said. at night. So, so I want
0: to make sure that people see your face. With mean, your mic, move it to your left a little bit, but turn the microphone in because I want to make sure they get to see you. You can turn that way, not turn on the my There we go. There you go. Make sure that people see your face. I don't want your mom seeing me <laughs> you my baby face. But um, <laughs> at this age, right, for you, again, I believe it's a rare breed. Everybody doesn't do that anybody can answer this question um what motivates you to do the what people aren't doing and get up early and do extra work and put in extra work and still have to go to school still go to take your school work and then put extra work in on your craft again not a particular order anybody can answer though but what motivates you to do that because some people won't do it and that's why they're in a position where they're at today they just won't do it what makes you the other side of the spectrum
3: Uh, For me, it's all the people who told me I'm not going to be good enough. Mm. Like I've had people tell me all my life, like I'm slow, like, you know, you're not going to do well in the college level. And Mm. then not just that, but I want to prove to the people who did believe in me, like that they have a reason to believe in me. So
1: that's what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. For me, it's all my younger Whether it's my younger siblings, my my younger cousins, just I know that I have people that look up to me and want to see me be successful. Mm -hmm. And just so I I could prove to them that it's possible, whether I'm hanging out with Renee or Maya or Nia, I know they'll be heck excited to hear their names. Um,
0: (laughs) Got to give a shout out to the people.
1: (laughs) They'll always look up to me. And I think just being able to show them that whatever you put your mind to is possible, but you got to work for it.
0: That's what's up.
2: Um, I would say motivation is this generation. It's not many kids that, like, find being successful and going to school, like, a good thing. So mm-hmm. I feel like when you're just looking at the, like, out in the inside and out, it's kind of like when you're the different kid, you kind of stand out. And I would say something that motivates me, too, is my family. Because, you know, a lot of just putting on for your family is number one, because a lot mm-hmm. of my family was close to making it and didn't make it all the way there. So I just feel like putting on for them. And just making them proud is a motivation.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, that's definitely some heartfelt shouts. Again, all the people, the doubters, the haters, but also the support system, right? Cause without those, we aren't who we are today. But it shapes you young ladies to, to, to your future, which is good, right? You know, put it on your back. You know what I'm saying? But handle it well. You guys have been handling it well. I mean, since I've been coming across you guys, you're handling your business. Um let's talk this crazy AAU circuit a little bit and just just that just the the vibe that, that goes on at AU, the the different opportunities you have good bad whatever it is though but let's just talk you know last summer or last spring COVID hits all that stuff going into the spring when you guys are getting ready to ramp up the opportunity to play with team militant comes about um on this show we love to keep it 100 or they keep it 1k so starting out initially what was your ideal thing as far as stepping into the court or trying out or making the team with team what was your thought process at that time
1: I mean, for me, it's always come out there with the mentality of I'm going to eat regardless whoever's in front of me. So it was that and then being able to have the opportunity to play on like a national level really like pushed me to work hard in that little break period that we had where it was tryouts. So I think for me that was like the number one thing. I was really excited to have the opportunity of not only just a team but a team like in my hometown that was going to be able to be put on that national circuit.
0: That's what's up.
1: Um, I would say for this upcoming season for me
2: it was more of just helping other like the younger ones and the ones coming because I've been playing with Coach D for like previous years before that so my thing in Coach D was just like you know being a leader and that's what what that's what helped me learn because I was the baby of the team last year and years before so now was coming into a situation where I was one of the older ones now so it was just like leading and for AAU it pushes you to a different level because when you leave and most of our tournaments are in the East Coast, you see all this different talent and you see that it's different going otherwhere, so it makes you want to work a little harder Mm -hmm. and not take advantage of the competition you play when you're at home because when you go out there, it's no joke.
0: Yeah, definitely different.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, like, I didn't even know I was going to be playing on Team Militant
3: until, like, right when Coach D called me. Um, I was at another team in the Bay Area and we were kind of at a standstill because of the whole COVID spot. Uh, situation and then coach D kind of reached out to me and at first I was like um but then like like what I love about the team is that it's like honest it's 100 like um like right away I was on a zoom call with the players asking them not just coach coach D because you know coaches could you get around the field
0: for but from teammates potentially about what's going on Mm -hmm.
3: okay yeah and then right away like we were um going with the season and stuff and you know going into that season I wanted to prove myself especially because I haven't been playing I mm-hmm. didn't play AAU um for that short period of time when the COVID hit okay. um because that team was at a standstill but yeah I just came into that season ready to prove myself to to coaches to uh people in my city like everyone so um and you know wanted to. Help the younger girls too so
0: because you yeah you definitely were into the elder statesman of the team but also the yeah. new face right so it's kind of dealt with mm-hmm. duty um and again anybody can answer this one just initially it's not always how you start it's how you finish mm-hmm. somebody give me a little bit of summaries about how they they're started with their team but how they finished with their team because again some people don't show the failures on social media, on the whatever, you know, right? We see the highlight reels. we see, I see you get, they get all, y'all flexing. I see her <laughs> flexing on somebody. I'm like, it ain't always been that easy though. It ain't always been that good. Y'all had to take some lumps early on, which I know about, but it's good for me to see the end product, right? You stick, you stick around, you don't leave. Y'all build, y'all work through adversities, right? On here, I love talking adversities, right? It's not gonna be easy for you. If you can make it through certain things, it builds character. But also your teammates can get rock with you, you know I mean? You know, this she don't stick around, she rocking, coach rocking. I'm rocking, but give me a couple of summaries about how I started it, a couple of tournaments versus how I finished for you guys. Anybody? could
1: start uh, on the half of 16U. Go ahead. I mean, we went to, Alabama was our first UA stop and all the way leading up to there, everybody was saying, the circuit is real, the circuit is real. Mm-hmm. Don't take it for a joke. And we were all yeah. like, I mean, when it's at AU, you're all that guy on your high school team. You're all used to being the best player. And so it's just like, yeah, all right, like we're stacked. Nobody's beating (laughs) us. And we came in into Alabama and we didn't win a game. Like it was, I cried almost every night that we came back to our hotel room because we just like, we were getting blown out left and right. And I know, I mean, I learned a lot from that from the beginning to the end. But in the moment I was ready to just, I was like, I'm over it. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. This isn't what I signed up for. like, right. And so I think that it was just a different level of competition on the circuit. Like mm-hmm. you're playing girls that are really, this is really their life just as much as it is your life. Out here, you're the different kid. But it's a gym full of 500 Hungry. different kids.
0: I love it. that's yeah. How did it finish, though? How did it turn around? Because I saw you guys putting the work. I saw you stick it out, even though it wasn't right or it was rocky. But then what about the finish product?
1: Um we came home after Alabama and we all we all as a team put like our little statements in the group chat like we're dedicated to this, like we're gonna work. We went through heck of training camps and I mean by the end we were competing, we were holding our own and we even earned some respect from it.
0: That's dope. So I I, I mean again, so as just gives you a taste. Basically you got your feet wet. But then now going into it next year, you'll know what to expect or how to go at it, how to tackle it. But I think the big thing is you guys stuck with it together. Yeah. And I mean that's just some people do leave and run for certain things and they think sign up with means is going to be good always, which is not, right? But kudos to you guys. and You know what I mean? Sticking it out and going from there. Especially at 16, like I said, it's just it's, you learn on, on the go, right? You got to learn. Build camaraderie. What about the old heads over here, that the upper statesmen?
2: We were like, in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> were in the same exact boat. I think yeah. our oh, situation God. was different, though, because it wasn't that we couldn't beat the teams; We just beat ourselves. And a lot of it was chemistry, because that was our first year always being together. And then it was like, Going to Alabama, all them girls been playing before us, so they kind of yeah. had to feel for it. It was our first <laughs> tournament, and yeah. it's not that we didn't prepare. I think we just weren't, we weren't ready.
0: But that reality set in. You gotta, you gotta get it.
2: It was mental. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, yeah it was definitely mental because I mean, it was times where like I just wanted to like who wants to lose every game? <laughs> right. but, I mean, it <laughs> yeah, it, it was it wasn't it yeah. wasn't fun, but I feel like at the same time it taught me a lot. It taught everybody a lot on the team because we literally lost every single game. And we still had colleges contacting us as in like you guys play thinking that we play good. Mm-hmm. So we all kind of confused Like we came in here and lost every game and people walked away with offers, people walked away with interest. Right. So I feel like one thing that taught me was even if you do lose every game, as long as you, you have to be recruitable. Like once the scoreboard is just mm-hmm. out of control or you, you know, it's like, there's no comeback. Now you just plan to be recruited because the, they're not looking at the score or the clock anymore. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that was a that was a big thing for us because it helped us a lot. It was a reality check for everybody who felt like they were better than the next person because we went down there and played people that could do what we could do, <laughs> maybe even better. It
0: was humbling a little bit. Yeah,
2: it, it humbled a lot of people. It humbled me, and I know it humbled everybody else because the next time we came, we made a mark. We came in there, nobody expected us to do good anyways. So our response to the next tournament we came in and did much better, so I feel like that tournament was good for us. It wasn't good, but it was like a good reality check for our team.
1: Well, because we we were going out there, we were losing every game, but we weren't just getting like pushed around either. Like right. we played every game to the end. I feel like we weren't quitting on ourselves. Like we were still making a name for ourselves as like a hard nosed team. I feel like, and that's why a lot of us came out of it with college interests, some with offers. Mm-hmm.
3: That's I so. mean, when we play FBC, like they're like the number one team in the country at the time mm-hmm. and we just came in like dogs like mar was all up on everyone like i was shooting like we just played like we had nothing to lose at that point i mean we really didn't we didn't yeah. have anything to lose only stuff to prove so. That's what's
0: up, and that's not a bad thing to play with the chip on your shoulder especially you got to have to write that that those circuits is like that too right you have to play with that chip if not you're wasting your time going because it's not going to be worth it um Okay, I'm going to start from you. I asked you, though, um, just your passion for the game as far as, like, how you play at your fire inside. Is that something you think is natural for you or somebody gave it to you? Who's responsible for that?
3: Um, I think it was natural, but I think it was kind of, like, hidden um, because I wasn't playing for the right reasons. But mm-hmm. I surrounded myself with people that have, like, really pushed me, and I've really, like, developed that love and passion for it, like, especially, like, coming to Team Militant, mm-hmm. Like, before I was on Team Militant, I wasn't really taking care of what I needed to take care of, like, health-wise, um, things I needed to work on. And I think that, like, Team Militant, like, really helped. Like, if I'm being honest, I'm not the best defensive player. They know. Mari. <laughs> <Really? laughs> he hey, be practice. true. Man. Keep it real. It's all right. Keep it, but, um, It's your teammate. Like, in Team Militant, like, I don't know. Like, I wanted to get better at defense, which was something I never really like wanted to do before yeah. like I, oh i said it but i never really it's had actually, that passion right. for it and like being with team militant like i just got that passion to just be better like be a better version of myself and like with my trainer and stuff like that like my sports um my strength and conditioning trainer um x okay. like that was a big part of like my passion for like wanting to get in the gym like now i'm up at, i'm training at five in the morning you know so- um and like i would have been like no, I want to sleep in. Now I want to like I be texting him like we going at five thirty. <laughs> He's the one dragging now. So, <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. but now like just the people I've surrounded <clears throat> myself with have kind of helped me um, really tap into that passion I've always That's had dope. for the game. You know.
0: That's dope, Mark.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the passion for me, you have always been there. Like it, my it's not just my passion in basketball, it's just my whole passion and perspective on life. Like, okay, I just I always want to be the best I could be, and I feel like. For basketball, what really made my passion different was everybody always telling me, you're too small. Like, I defined the odds. (laughs) Like, just so for me, being saying for everybody telling me I was too small, it just brought the dog out of me. So my passion is is different than a lot of people. Like, Leah understand it because we small (laughs) guards, so we have to have that dog in us. My passion, it really, for basketball, it comes from defense. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: For me, I think it all started, it, it started in my work ethic, whether it was in the first grade, mm-hmm. I wanted to read the book the fastest, <laughs> I wanted to finish the test the fastest. You had to be the best. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I just wanted to be the best in everything. <laughs> and so I think that that transferred over into basketball. I watched my mom and my dad really, like they worked hard at everything they they do, like whether it's getting me and my brother from practice to school, back to the school, back home, and like just, there are chauffeurs sometimes like they work hard and so it's like a passion of I have to work hard just as hard as them because they're just as invested in my dream as I am invested in my dream and so I think it all started with really my work ethic and just I fell in love with more of the process and I think that I have to thank the people around me for that for falling in love with the process more than the result
0: Mm -hmm. super dope man it's it's good to hear we mentioned size right even Okay, you mentioned not playing defense. So um, Mario, I'm actually this first. Cause I've seen you definitely hear people definitely say the label of the smallness, but also the opposite where Jesus, she's out there going crazy. How does it make you feel when you can change the game at your size and athleticism and make an impact game in and game out since you've been doing this thing, you've been doing this for a while. This ain't new to you. You've been doing this for years now in the basketball court though, but how does that make you feel when you will be able to really put your stamp on the game?
2: It makes me feel better now, cause at first, like eighth grade, everybody always said she was too small, like she has to get bigger in order to go play college D one. And then now you hear them like saying, like everybody, like you defined the odds. It was it was definitely a change. I feel like it gave me a different spunk too. Um, for everybody telling me I was too small, now everybody's saying like she's out there, like I defined the odds. So it gave me a different spark for sure. That's
0: what's up. Kay, what about you? Because I know I've seen, I've been in a practice, I've been in a gym where shoot the ball. You <laughs> better shoot the ball. Your job is to shoot the ball too, but also now, okay, now you got a D up. Like, like now mm-hmm. you say, so now, but when you had to make an impact, either scoring or defense, especially something that you said was a weakness, but you've now changed that. It, also it's contagious because when you're playing with somebody like this, you got to have her back or you got to rotate when ready. What about you? How does that make you feel? Or or when you get hot, because I mean, you, you can put them up quick.
3: I mean, shit, I love getting hot
2: because then I'll be playing defense. <laughs> bar goes, the ball goes in, right? Oh, Kate hit like, I was like five threes in the game and she had like five steals, right? Oh, uh, yeah. We like, oh, Kate, she hit the threes. She getting the ball board. to shoot it for herself. She's not like, like getting oh. like, <laughs>
1: this
0: it just
3: It just makes me feel good. Like, I can help out my teammates, like, being able to just take my game more from just being the shooter Mm -hmm. you know being able to drive being able to play defense being able to read you know like I'm just like I just want to help my team at the end of the day so being able to do that that's all I'm really here for you know
1: that's what I I got the same thing that Mari has uh really too short or too small I think really I just I took that in like in like seventh grade Mm -hmm. and that's when I started getting in the weight room and by the way I see Mari in the weight room Uh (laughs) uh-oh you know we gotta get big (laughs) um but I started getting in the weight room and that's when I really got my speed on point with Playmakers Elite that's Mike that's Gabe um
0: yeah you live in there I know you might as well just get a bed wake (laughs) up she got Playmakers
1: (laughs) so um really just getting in on my speed and my strength so that I have the advantage like you could be 6-1, but you're not beating me up the court. And so really just finding your strengths and being able to say, I know I might be small, but I'm still impacting the game.
0: That's super dope. I it's, it's so relatable. Like I said, I wasn't the highest skill set to do this small, but you ladies are doing it. and It's important. That you, I'm glad you found it early, right? So now you can keep building on it. So as we transition right now, everything goes well, God willing, we we'll get to play your senior season. And you guys will get to get you'll get your junior now, senior, Mari, Jesus. Okay, in sophomore season, right? So, junior, sophomore, senior season. Um, based upon the first year, if you guys got games in last year, or whatever, in summertime, well, Leah, start with you. Just give me some things that you want to improve on or work on going into this potential high school season where you can be an even better impact and contribute to your uh local Christian Brothers high school team
1: um being the voice of reason for my teammates being a real true leader for them we got some dogs coming in with jada Leia, kaya janae you know so just really being able to be a true point guard and lead them through the way to hopefully get back to sections this year
0: that's what's up so also shout out to former 2000 graduate coach foster and for her i know that hits on that's her schools as she's coaching at her school but also she's a fiery player uh-huh. like i so how do you guys mesh with the with the energy level and because it's very similar if I think about it, you know, I mean, even though the size difference, you guys resemble each other a lot. Passion for the game,
1: playing for Coach Shannon is like playing for another version of myself. You see in all of the highlight videos. You should go back and <laughs> check me on this when I hit a three, Coach Shannon on oh, yeah, she on, a, she on the sideline shooting three point arrows <laughs> too. So I mean, it's really we feed off of each other's energy. The whole team feed off, feeds off of her energy, and she's. Really just like a great coach to be around and practice. She's honest. She wants it just as bad as we want it. I always call her. She's my second mom. That's Whether I need anything, that's my favorite.
0: That's she's what's cool. up. All right, Mari. And through this transition, you're at a new location. You're at Franklin High School. So going into this now, what's the what's going on? What are you, you trying to accomplish?
2: Um... For me, it's different because everything new to me. It's a new coaching staff mm-hmm. like that just got hired, uh, new players and everything. It's definitely different from McClatchy. Um, I feel like this will help me as far as being a leader because now it's kind of like it's not as much um talent that it was at McClatchy. So now I feel like I have to help everybody else become better. Yeah. And uh, my biggest thing now is I'm just trying to get everybody else involved because – some some girls might not be, you know, as passionate or some girls might not have never had a person as passionate on their team. So my thing for Franklin is just getting everybody else involved and helping the coaches out because they're new just like I am. Okay. So it's easier for me to help my teammates on the floor and they have to do it from the sideline.
0: That leader role. That leader role. OK. Uh,
2: well, I mean,
3: our goal is state. I mean, that's a big oh, goal of ours. State. <laughs> out <laughs> the gate. That's what I feel, like. I feel it. I mean, shit. That should be anybody's yeah, goal. Hey, like, speaking into existence. Mhm. Um. And I mean, for me, our team is so talented. Um. And I think I just want to be there to be able to help push, mm-hmm. like us to remind, like remind ourselves that like that's our end goal. Because times will get tough during the season. Like, mm-hmm. um, we'll have some tough games and stuff like that. But I just want to be like the a leader to be able, to, um, to remind everyone like that like we have an end goal and you know like we're almost there. You know.
2: That's
0: what's sure. up. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's so exciting to see. I can't wait to just follow it along and, and see the, the films and the, the ups and downs, the growth, but also I think the process, right? All you guys have a process, also have a story, and you're, you're here telling right now as well, but I think it'll be the end result, right? So, I mean, just keep going, keep your head down. Um, Kay, while we're on, you being the senior, the elder statesman of the group, but also your verbal commitment to Sac State, um, if you want, if you're able to, that process, though, what was com- What was the final say so as far as coming down, like, right? Sac, sac- State, coming to Sacramento? Um, How would that go down for you?
3: Well, it's kind of crazy because, like, I never pictured myself in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Coach D reached out to them. They liked my film. Like, Coach D got me on a call with them, and they're s- incredible coaches. Right. Like, they're some of the best coaches I've ever talked to and met. Yeah. And, you know, been um, like, I'm going to be able to be coached by them, and that's Good. great um and i think the process for me committing i was actually gonna wait till the end of Mm au and so i went on an unofficial absolutely loved it you know coach d's over here like i'm ready to commit (laughs) (laughs) you know coach d was super excited i was super excited but i was like i want to make sure this is the right decision not just for me but for my family especially because my mom's such a big part of my life my stepdad too and i just want to make sure it fit um so they had my mom come out on a visit and, you know, she loved it. I loved it. I love that she was excited for it. I love that nice. they were excited for us. Good. Um, and so on the drive back, I was talking to Coach D. I was like, mm, like, I really like this school, <laughs> but, you know, you know, AU coming up like the big July mm-hmm. um, month. But then I thought about it and I was like, I was talking to my mom and I was like, this fits like it feels right like in my heart I'm like this is where I want to be and you know I'm surrounded by people um like a support system um and I think that's super important because that's how like I'm big on family um so it kind of it it came out of like spur of the moment I was like mom I gotta call coach Mark right and so I called him I was like I want to commit and he was super excited for me and it was just a it was a thrilling thing um, so I'm super okay. happy. There. Congratulations, congratulations.
0: Thank you You're still staying local here. You're not mm-hmm. too far from home anyway, right? You're not yeah, too far a ride, way. so you can still catch the games mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so for my 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 two on the side of me right now, Leo, start with you. Now this process, right? You get to pay you a little bit, you get a couple interest letters, um, if offers have came up or not. But just what are some of your end goals? Cause a lot of athletes get the D1 or busting in their head and they I believe they shouldn't. Options is, should be open, but also you want to be where you're, like you said, what's your best fit at? Um, am I going to get playing time? Is it the best fit for me based upon who I am individually as a person? What are you looking for just overall as you get ready to get even more in this transition? The next two years is going to be crazy for you and people are going to throw offers at you, but what's a typical landing spot or type of atmosphere you would like to land in?
1: Well, first and foremost, I want to be a journalist when I grow up. So having a good communications program is obviously one of the most important things that i have when i'm looking for a school and then also just coaching staff um players just the community that i'll be around um obviously my parents making sure that my parents are um okay with the school making sure that they like the school just as much as i like the school and um also just making sure that there's an atmosphere that i'm comfortable in like i know personally i'm not a big city type of person mm-hmm. and so not really a big city just kind of somewhere where I can be truly comfortable and like Kay said just waiting for the school that feels right that like that's the one
0: that's what's up
2: Mark um the biggest thing for me is pretty much I'm really leaning towards the HBCU thing I feel like in the generation we live in now I feel like I mean, this is my opinion, but all African-American kids should be looking towards the mm-hmm. HBCU thing because it's like our generation is crazy. And I feel like <laughs> we, we definitely need to get back into that. Um, I know everybody's big on the uh, D1, Pac-12 thing, but I'm more into like just learning about my people. You okay. don't really learn m- much about African-American people in school. A lot of history is about, you know, other ethnicities. And the good thing, the things that we do learn aren't things that we want to hear about African-Americans. Um, the other thing for me is just a family, a family environment. Um, you know, for me, cause I don't want to stay here. I want to go East Coast, somewhere farther. Cause AAU made me realize that that's my play style, literally. Like I love how they play <laughs> in the East Coast, yeah. and you know, down South and everything. So that's what my thing for. Uh, and then another thing that I'm looking for in college is being able to play. I know everybody look at the glimpse and glams mm-hmm. of being Pac-12 and D1.
0: You want that court time.
2: Yeah, until you registered it. I'm <laughs> not going nowhere that I'm going to be sitting at well, the bench. I want to play.
0: It's not a bad thing. We're but at yes. the right spot, right? Because that way you get an extra year to grow and de- and develop. But also, I, 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 I'm glad you shouted out the HBCUs because I'm an HBCU grad and HBCU grad. But also, it's for anybody. I mean, it don't matter who, what your racism, right? You can, it's open to everybody, but the attention get back down there and play because basketball is, is, is different down there too i mean you know what i'm saying i'll play in the swag conference down there a lot of people i know play down south it's great and grimy it's, it's what they hoop though you know what i mean uh shout out to jackson state who won the swag last year women's team the male's team i believe it was texas southern but um, i went to Alcorn, but it's definitely different but also you got to grow up down there you know what i mean but you said east coast i can see you at a at a uh, you know what i'm saying morgan state something like that i can see you down there playing so that's definitely good. Uh, communications, Leah, I definitely know that already. You're, you're, you make this job look easy on here. i am have to get <laughs> me a co-host. Eventually, she'll be killing it.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I would say a good medical program, too. Because okay. I want to play overseas, right. but we can't play basketball forever. But um, I love sports. I want to stay in the medical field, so probably like a physical therapist. Something like sports, sports medicine. medicine. Med, okay. Yeah, so a good medical program. So,
0: and Kay, you're going to jump in this real quick after this year. So, what's the major going to be for you? Honestly. If you're it's- undecided, it's okay.
3: It's undecided, but I just yeah. know I want to be involved in the basketball community, but not not necessarily like in the medical side of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like, like my dream is to have my own gym. Okay. Um, so maybe like architecture, engineering, something like that, where I could still be involved in it, but not up. necessarily being like the medical field of it.
0: That's what's up. Um, well, I gotta talk like struggles real quick, just ones that you can for yourself, right? Because we always gotta give people the other side of it. As you know, you, Mar- I've never heard Mari talk this much in my life, but, she's, <laughs> but you're saying like, it's different, right? The generation, you guys look at things differently. You guys see so much fame and glamor via social media and stuff like that. But what about the rough times, right? So just um, if you made a stuff that you're able to talk about just personally, give me an example of sometime where you had to, outside of the AAU, if something else came up, we had to really like self-check and say, you know what, I have to bounce back from this or I'm struggling, what do I do next? Um, Leah, we'll start with you just something personally in in, in in the game of basketball that you had to deal with?
1: I mean, I think it comes up probably once a month for me where it's just like I have to dig myself out of this hole, whether it's seeing like falling too much into the social media trap of like, oh, such and such has an offer from here, such mm-hmm. and such has an offer from there. And it's like, well, I want an offer from there. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't know the back end of their story either. So I think falling into that trap and then also just falling into the trap of being too hard on myself, like, like basketball is a team sport you can't come out of the game like I messed that up for everybody like just kind of giving myself some grace and knowing that it's a process everything that you do and so I think especially during the high school season I struggle with that a lot and just kind of giving myself some grace and being able to look on the back end of things and realize that one social media isn't the whole world and two that your work is going to pay off as long as you stay committed to yourself.
0: That's what's up. Mari?
2: Yeah, like Leah said, the whole thing, like, seeing everybody else get, you know, like, when you when you know you work so hard and you see everybody else get the recognition, it's kind of like, dang, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the hardest things about being a basketball player is seeing everybody else get, you know, the recognition. And it's kind of like you've been working so hard for it. But, I mean, I have to say it's a bad, it's, like, sometimes it's hard to see, but then it's a good thing because, for me, it's more of a motivation. Like, when I see it, I'd be like, okay, I need to work harder. I need to do this or something. Um, But one hard thing for me is, like, listen, I'm so hard on myself. Like, I, like, I don't give myself enough credit, I would say. I When you expect a lot of yourself and you don't do enough, it's, like, it's kind of hard to, you know, accept it. Like, especially when we lose. I'm the point guard, so I feel like it was a lot on me and on my end. The point guard control everything on the floor, so it's like, what could I have done better, or how did K get enough shots, or did T.T. touch the ball enough in the paint, or did T get the ball enough? It just—it's a lot being a point guard. Mm.
0: Okay.
3: Um, for me, I think it's not talked about enough, but depression.
0: Mm. Um, I was gonna hit on that. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. So I dealt with it. Um, mm. so my sophomore year. Sorry, I might get emotional. It's, it's but, okay. Good. Um My your teammates sophomore- got your back. My sophomore year, I lost my grandma and my sister mm. um around the same time.
0: Sorry to hear that. It's okay. You take all the time you need. It's okay. You okay. It's okay. It's all right. Grandparents are a blessing. Grandparents that's... are such a blessing. I love in your my family. grandparents. It's it's okay. It's all right. So this is mental health month. <laughs> you're okay. Take the time you need. So that's good.
3: Yeah, it was it was hard. It was really rough, you know. Um, like being like I was in the middle of sophomore, like my sophomore year basketball mm-hmm. season. Um, and I remember I broke down at practice. Mm-hmm. Like that shit is so tough. Yeah. Um,
0: Definitely. But, uh, so just just name a couple people who helped help get you through that. Because you're doing great right now. You've overcome that. Um, A couple who had your back or pushed you were helping you get through that.
3: So, my uh, assistant coach at the time, um, he kind of helped me through it. And my head coach, too, because they kind of helped me through that. And I just realized, like, there was a point in time where I didn't want to play basketball Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, And, like, I remember when all that went down, like, I didn't want to touch the ball or anything like that. But, you know, it was, I got through it, and mm-hmm. I think it made me stronger. Like, now I play with a chip on my shoulder for all the people I lost. Like, I've lost a lot of people in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I write them on my shoe. Um, Maricena, I got it. My shoes
2: that's- filled up. <laughs> she was tatted up. She was so tatted many up. Huh? I was like, Kate, what's all you people? But, <laughs> yeah, but that's
0: your way of paying homage. Mm-hmm. Um, and also give him respect right
3: yeah and it's tough because i dealt with loss at a young age mm-hmm. like before i even knew what loss was because i lost my father mm. um tough you and, got it it's all right yeah but like depression is not talked enough okay. talked about enough in the sports community i know yes. multiple um people who also play basketball you know who have dealt with it mm-hmm. and i think that that's something that should definitely be highlighted in the right. community um but yeah that like all of that's made me stronger and mm-hmm. made me the person I am today. So
0: I, I definitely think coaches, no matter what level we're at, um, regardless of whatever paycheck we get, we're doing a job. It should be about the person the individual inside as well too. check on our players, check on their pa- their parents, their families. Right. Cause we, we spend time for coaching you guys. I'm coaching y'all, whatever it is. We spend time with your coach, two hours a day for six to seven months a year. Then you got, it's time, right? It's more than just basketball. And I take, in my program, wherever I've been at, my coaches, all my coaches I played for told me that it's more than basketball, but we more so now, this being suicide prevention month, mental health awareness, all that, we should be at an all-time high as far as showing support for each other, right? And I think one thing about this show that I'm learning is better, right? More people now are going to know more about you and support you, you as well, you as well, because they know you. It's hard for you not to like somebody who you know more something about, right? Yeah, And so, um, what about you? Just anything outside of you, the team, like anything that had to you really had to dig in deep and say it could be signs of this or I'm going to get out of this way before it turns into something like that.
1: Yeah, before I answer that, I just want to say I love you, Kay. I'm no, proud I'm of you for saying that. Uh are strong. Yeah, I love you. A. It takes
0: a lot to speak up, and especially right now, because even me and you, we haven't said many words prior to this, but I appreciate it. But also know everybody here supports you and what you're doing going forward. But also that's why you're here. I believe because somebody else watching is probably thinking the same thing. So we hope to inspire just one, right? Because your story is amazing, right?
1: Um, I think for me, it's never got too bad. But I do know I deal with a lot of anxiety, whether it's on the court or I have like a tick. Like you'll see me on a bench a lot of time and I'll bounce my legs a lot like mm-hmm. And then that's how you know, like, oh, I'm stressed out. And I think I've been working on it. A lot of coaches have worked on on it with me, whether it be Coach Shandon or Coach L or Dante, just me being confident in myself. And it all kind of ties back to me being way too hard on myself. I feel like what I play for is so much deeper than basketball. It ties back to my family. It ties back to my cousin Terry, my Uncle Donald, and – I mean, just kind of being able to tap into that. And like, so I feel like when it's like, oh, it's just a game. Like, first of all, that's the worst thing you could tell a basketball player, that it's just a game, because- That makes me so mad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all of us have our different reasons why we play that we tap into. Like for me, it's so much deeper than basketball. And so I think just, when I take it so serious and I look at it as, this is a business, this is my way mm-hmm. to support my family is when I, I stress over it a lot. And it's whether it's, I'll be up late nights crying, I'll be bouncing my leg on the bench or just breaking down in the car. I think just being able to take it less serious and yeah, people supporting basketball players and understanding that like, it's really, I know it's not life or death, but mm-hmm. when, when you're in a moment and in the heat of it, it really feels life or death. And so like just yeah. being able to support what we're
0: going through kind of no i definitely agree um also though as you get older as you ladies both older and mature i mean trust me i was i don't think i was to your extent early on but i just love the game i would do whatever but as you do get older i mean that statement is true but once you find your alternative motive outside of that like oh i want to i want to make sure i'm mentally or healthy to Spend time with my family, or spend time with my, you know, my little brother, or whatever is my whoever is around. Still, you know, okay, I still love basketball, but I'm adjust a little bit differently because this that ball I can put that down and yeah. still be okay, right? But right now you guys are in it, so I get it. Yeah, I get it. But also, if you can just find that time, that that feeling early, so you don't put yourself in that spot more often, be a little more less stressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But also, I know you're a gamer. I I've seen you in that moment. I've seen like it's okay, you don't gotta make everyone, I you know. So just realize like, okay, still is a game. However. This is your tool, which I get, but also you don't want to put it on you because you have support. We all, you guys, have people around you. Use us, use us, because as you, we don't. I don't want to see you guys go down. You know what I mean? Like so that I, I'm not knocking your passion, because I rather always have a player or somebody tone it down than have to turn it up. Yeah. And you always turn it up, so I'm, 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 I'm feeling that. Mari, um,
2: I would say for a lot of people who are not non-basketball players or like even parents or like your support system, people don't really understand that basketball is a very draining sport. Um, mentally, physically, like, it's like you're on your body, your mind, everything. So I feel like a lot of people when people just say it's just a game, it's kind of like, you guys don't understand the work that it takes to put in, you know, the the sacrifices, your life, because when you're playing basketball, you can't, you don't really have an outside life. Mm-hmm. It's really just basketball and basketball only. And I would say one thing that a lot of, co- a lot of coaches are not into their players a lot of kids like Kay said a lot of kids go through stuff I wouldn't say it got to depression but every kid didn't reach that moment that they didn't want to play basketball no more just due to things and stuff like because I didn't reach that moment where I was like I don't want to play no more you know and it took a lot like a lot of people had to talk to me like you can't do that you know you you have a future in this but everybody didn't reach that moment where it was like this is not for me. I don't want to play no more. Right. And I feel like a lot of coaches aren't invested in their players as they should be, because mm-hmm. they're too worried about winning and losing, or making their program look good. That they're not really, you know, checking on their players, asking 100 players. That's why I say one thing about Coach D. He's gonna make sure you're okay. Coach D, Coach L, Coach P, Coach Amber, all of them. Mm-hmm. They're they're the biggest support system you could ever have. Like, you know, they might not always have the answer to everything, but they're gonna make sure you're okay. That's it's for real deeper
1: than basketball, like that's that's family that's the one thing that is right present right yeah right. that, so
0: that, that that makes it but you, you can go out there and run through a wall for somebody who you feel got my back no matter what outside of, that, outside of these lines right and that's
2: why they be like well you, you play so hard it's like because <laughs> when you play you're going to play hard for somebody that you know got your best interest and i no. know that they have my best interest so i'm going to right. go out and do 110 no. percent bust my butt you know that's,
1: that's what i say is different about team militant and is why we're all so tight like whether it's the girls or the coaches or just everybody that's ever been involved it's so tight knit because it's like we really have gone through it all together and never has it been us falling apart no matter what it's always been a family
0: yeah i mean adversity builds character no matter what we do life school work relationships whatever y'all get ready to get into with all that stuff going on um it's it's, it's ever present um we talking about mental health, um, just there's a lot of support out there for everybody, right? So I just wanna encourage all you guys or your friends, if you guys have teammates to tap into the resources, um, if you don't have to verbalize or kind of talk to that yourself, right? You, it's support systems out there for you guys. So reach out, um, myself, or especially on the page, I just um, posted an episode of somebody, again, this this young lady um, lost her, her brother to suicide, um, her uncle as well, so she's been through it, but also she's a resource advocate now on the, on the, on the podcast. Um, Tap in, like I said, because again, we, I mean, I have all the answers, but I want to try to lead anybody and you guys to that that area, man, and just make sure we reach uh, as tools right now. Because, I mean, I want to see all you ladies win, you know what I mean? Because it's bigger than that, but it's also, it's like, like you said, that life thing. Life. After basketball, you guys are going to be good business women or good, you know, you're going to be a doctor, whatever it is. You're going to be on, on TV, ESPN, which I know you will be one day. You're going to be doing your thing in the gym. Mario, you too, like in the mega field, but also it's like, we got to be able to t- patch things up on the way. Cause if you carry that with you, you know, it's like, you don't want to dig a whole bigger hole or, you know, have effects affect you like that. Um, How excited are you guys right now? Like I said, things go well, just to get opportunity to get on the floor with your high school group now. Cause I know high school basketball is not as important these days as like it used to be. To me, it was everything. AU was just coming up. You had to be somebody high level to get picked on a team. Now it's, it's switched around, but What about your high school program, what you got going on? How Where's your vibe at right now? What level are you on?
1: Man, my high school team, (laughs) this might be one of the teams that I've been most excited to ever get on the court with ever since I've played basketball. Between the new people that we got coming in, the work that I've been seeing my teammates put in in the offseason, the hours that I know Coach Shandon has been putting in behind closed doors to get us a really good schedule and uh, to get us all looks. I'm just so excited to get on the floor. We've been putting in so much work and right. it's gonna be crazy. I stay stay tuned to CB <laughs> basketball. CP okay? sitting there like a hands <laughs>
0: together. So Mari, again, we talked about your new situation, but just for you, just how excited for you personally get on the court though, like I said, because you've had a you've been enjoying a good run this summer at GitLab right now.
2: I little, mean the level. For me, I don't care if count? Steph Curry was on my team. I'm just happy to be on the court again. Okay, and you know I'm trying to hit that a thousand points, so you feel me? I get a job at <laughs> thirty ball every game. Thirty ball. Uh, so but I'm excited, definitely. Uh, I
0: feel it's you.
2: a it's a new team. And yeah. It's definitely like I feel like I'm going back towards my Sutter days because it's one of those type of teams, Uh-oh. Again, like it's all like good. like a Sutter team, you know. I, feel it I got right. my shooters, so
0: okay,
2: it's different, definitely different. Um, but I'm looking forward to it and being able to play again because I didn't get to play my sophomore year. So, just being able to be mm-hmm. back with a high school program is just fun.
0: That's what's up. Okay, I know you said state, though. So, we I talking am... state open or what? We'll see. Okay.
2: I mean, I am
3: thrilled. Like, this is my first real uh season with Salesian. We had one last year, but it was kind of like half of us were in half of us were out because of okay. um, Like, we were all kind of a little sad that there was no league championships or NCS yeah. or state, you know. But, like, I believe in those girls so much. Like, it's crazy how talented um, they are. And, you know, I'm super excited to play with them. So I'm just I'm thrilled to be on the court with them. All right. So
0: as we get ready to close, um, before I'm going to give a shout out to all the sponsors for me real quick, the people who've been just looking out for the show. If you got a brand or something out there you want to wear, man, shout out to grind Crazy with the gear, man. Like I said, just trying to promote people locally or wherever you at, man. Shoot me a line, man. I take I love the care packages. I put the gear on the shirt. We'll shout it out. Um, all that, all the sponsors, everybody who's been supporting me through this and just keep going, try to be consistent, level up and locally too, man. I'm trying to take over SAC and, and and highlight ladies, men, boys, whatever it is. So I, everybody out there keep um, keep tapping in with me and, and just follow the podcast page, 94 feet coach jt Um hit the website, everything. I got a pre-sale starting today. When I go home tonight, the pre-sale will start. Got some some merch, man. Y'all grab some merch, man. I'll post it on IG. I'll see you in the link. It's in the bio. Um, before we leave, I always ask everybody for a triple threat. So, you know, in basketball, you drill, pass, shoot, um, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, drill, pass, shoot, the ball. Um, but just give me a triple threat, layer for you in life, though. You don't got to necessarily be in basketball. Just if you could influence a young lady, young man, somebody watching, give me your triple threat. What would it be? Three things that you hold your hat on that you're going to carry with you from now going forward.
1: Um, I would say work ethic, uh, attitude and play for your legacy or live for your legacy
0: okay Mori.
2: i would say the biggest thing my biggest goes out to all those small guards out there don't let nobody tell you that you're you're too small or you're not good enough because anything is possible remember size doesn't matter and i'll say three things that i'll tell anybody is don't ever let anybody take you out your character or your element you're you're always be your best player and don't let it coast to you otherwise. The second one I would say is just put the work in. It's going to pay off eventually. It might not be what you want, but you're still going to get some type of benefit or repercussion out of the situation. And the third thing I would say is, like Leah said, play for your legacy. Not even just your legacy. Play for yourself. You can't always play for everybody else because some everybody else is not going to play for you. So just play for yourself. Okay. Um,
3: My triple threat, definitely work ethic. Like, you got to put in the work to be the best. Um, Keep your – Doubters like on your hip, honestly, because that's such a motivating factor, like for me especially. Mm-hmm. Um, like prove them wrong, honestly. Like what's not to say that you can't do what they doubt, you know? Um, and then just believing in yourself, honestly, you like you can do anything you put your mind to as long as you work hard and you know, you put in the work. So just believe in yourself, and it'll take you far.
0: That's what's up. So from Christian Brothers High School team militant. Franklin High School, Team Militant. All the way from Salesian High School, Team Militant, man. This is Coach JT. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you, ladies, for coming out. Thank
1: Um, you for having us.
0: Nothing but the best going forward. Keep working. Keep grinding. Stay positive. uh, Keep your head down and just, you know what I'm saying, 10 toes down and just grind. It'll pay off. It'll pay off. It'll pay off. Now, when nobody knows that, right? But if you don't do it, you don't get to get that. You don't, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, but if you're putting the work in, it'll come to you. So, like, again, I appreciate you. And thanks to all your parents for letting you stay out late on the school night, (laughs) a little bit, somewhat late. All right, again, man, hit me on the website, 94 Feet with Coach JT. All, I mean, all levels, platforms, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Man, hit me because this is growing. This is going to keep bubbling, and we'll keep highlighting the local talent, local teams, local players. Um, I might have some football stuff for the next, so y'all be on the lookout for the next show, man. I might have some top football kids in here next. You never know, man. Um, Again, this is Coach JT, 94 Feet, signing off. He's...